Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Hello and welcome to The Gut Goddess Show. I have an incredible episode for you today that is going to inspire and equip you to be as well, as healthy, as energized as you can be. This episode is going to help your gut microbiome and your relationship with food and help you balance your hormones and improve your energy, all while inspiring you, motivating you, and also letting you know you're not in this alone. Like, I'm right here with you. I've got you. And you're probably listening to this around the festive season. Ho, ho, ho. I hope you are doing well. Maybe you're listening to this whilst you're stuffing a turkey or making mince pies or trying to navigate deep family drama. Wherever you're at, you know, I see you. Maybe you're working over the festive seasons and you're doing tons of shift work and you hate people talking about Christmas. I used to have a job where I worked shifts over Christmas and it was annoying. So I, I do feel you if that's you. But wherever you are at, I hope that you are well. And so before we dive into this week's episode, which is going to be such a good one for you, just want to remind you of a couple of things. If you're still listening to this before the 21st of December, you can get access to my Eat and Be Merry recipe ebook. This is all of my favorite, most delicious festive recipes from stolen bites to gingerbread muffins to Christmas cake to brownies to basically all the snack and treat recipes that you need so that you can enjoy Christmas, feel festive, have some treats, but also not be bloated, sluggish, tired and fatigued and enter the new year feeling more like a, I don't know, winter whale than a fabulous gut goddess. I've put it all in the Eat and Be Merry recipe ebook. It's only £11. You can buy it now if you go to keziahall.com forward slash be merry. It's basically your survival guide to the holiday season. I really, I, my philosophy is really about feasting and enjoying food. This isn't about just eat celery over Christmas. It's really about, yes, what food can you eat that's going to support your gut microbiome and your energy production and your brain and your mood and your hormones, but also how can we cultivate a good relationship with food? Because food is celebration. It is family. It is community. It is a part of the rituals we have in life and that's okay, but how can we have both? How can we feel good, support our gut, support our microbiomes and enter the new year feeling really well instead of just like this sugar, hungover, fat, awful, depressed person, which is how I used to feel by by New Year's Eve, just from all the sugar and all the rubbish food that just really impacted my mood, my gut health and my symptoms. I just got sick of feeling that way. But I still really want to enjoy Christmas and feel like a normal person. You know, I wasn't, I didn't want to sit there and... But yes, I'll just have a green juice. <laughs> no, I want to eat mince pies. Anyway, so that is what I have, why I created the Eat and Be Merry recipe ebook. It is your guide, your survival guide to the festive season. It's only £11. Grab it now. You'll get it instantly sent in your inbox. There's over 25 recipes of savory and sweet. It's, it's mainly sweet treat recipes, but there's a couple of savory snacks in there as well. And also when you buy it, you'll also get access to my mystery masterclass happening in January. So if you know you need some accountability, a bit of support to help with your relationship with food, to have some guidance, this is perfect. It's really, really affordable, like 
super low cost available to everybody. And also you'll get some support in January in 2023 as well. So it's the perfect way to enter the new year and the Christmas season and just enjoy your food without like losing the plot with your relationship with food and with how you feel and your symptoms. So that's keziahall.com forward slash be merry. If you want to work with me in 2023, then you can sign up now to save your place, pay a small deposit or your first monthly payment and secure your place for the new year without having to pay my increased fees. In 2023, I'm changing up some of my programs and my price will increase. But if you know you want to work with me next year, you know you want to enter the Christmas season feeling really good, knowing you have a plan in place, knowing that stuff sorted, that come March 2023, you will have seen massive shifts. You'll have support. You'll have accountability. Things will change for you in 2023 if you want that. But you also want, and you also want to save some money, then now's a great time to book in and um, kind of pay your deposit. And then we can get started in January or February 2023. So if you want to chat more about that, if you want to find out more information, get sorted, go to keziahall.com forward slash book. That's keziahall.com forward slash book. Or you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at, I am Kezia Hall on Instagram. But if you just book in your free Zoom chat, it doesn't commit you to anything. There's no pressure, but it just means we can chat it through. I'll explain how it works. And then essentially you can just sign up, either pay your first uh, monthly payment. And I have um, six, eight, 10 or 12 month payment options. So I keep it super flexible or just pay a small deposit. And then we can get started whenever it suits you in January and February. So if you know you need personalized bespoke support with weekly, daily accountability, lab testings, you know, this, the full in-depth package so that you can see incredible results in 2023, sign up now, book your call now chat it through and then you can decide because it will just save you some money and it also you know when you sign up now you won't have to pay the increased prices in 2023 but we could get started in February if that worked for you better and you just know you'll have that accountability we can start running labs over the next couple of months it'll be awesome so I do have space for new clients heading into the new year so if you want to work with me keziahall.com forward slash book keziahall.com forward slash book and if you just want some delicious festive recipes, then go to keziahall.com forward slash be merry. Okay. Essentially, you can find out all of those things at just keziahall.com. <laughs> okay. But I want to just send you so much love. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you. Please share and review the podcast. It really means the world to me. And if you have been listening to the podcast for a long time and you just want to send a bit of love in my direction, then buying the uh, eat and be merry ebook is a great way of supporting the podcast because this podcast takes time and money to run but I'm so happy to do it because I know I get such great feedback from you guys all the time that this helps helps you to change your lives health gut hormones and skin and that is what I'm here for but if you want to send a bit of love my way this festive season and you want to eat some awesome delicious treats and come to my mystery masterclass in January then you could buy the eat and be merry recipe ebook keziahall.com forward slash be merry sending you lots of love wishing you health and joy and rest and peace and goodness and light and love and wonderfulness as we go through this festive season 
So my job as a holistic nutritionist is to make things simple for you. I actually go and do all the complex stuff and bring it to you in as simpler form as possible. That's what I do with my clients. I take all the complexities of their medications, their health history, the test results, the symptoms, their maybe genetic predispositions, their lifestyles. I take all that complex information and I create a bespoke plan of action that they then can simply just follow and see the results. So in this podcast, obviously we can't, you know, hop on (laughs) and have a four month long conversation. Although do make sure you book your call with me because my one-to-one prices are going up. I'd love to just chat with you. If you've been on the fence about working with me and you know you need some personalized help, you've done the plans in the books, you followed what blogs and websites have said, you've done all of those things and you're not really getting anywhere. You've got lots of supplements that you think help, but you're not really too sure help. You've had test results. Everything comes back normal. You feel a little bit crazy, but you know you're not crazy. Then do book your call with me, keziohall.com. Click the work with me page and we can chat soon. But today I want to do is give you some of the simple things. So whether you are just wanting to get more energy or whether you are dealing with a really complex health history, where do you begin and what do you focus on? And I would argue that the place you want to begin is these two things. If you are already jumping to expensive supplements, but you haven't addressed these two things, it's a bit of a waste of time. If you are, I don't know, uh, juicing celery to the high heavens every day, but you've not addressed these two things or that celery juice isn't addressing these two things and helping with these two things, then it's a little bit pointless. So I really want to make sure that the effort and the time that you are putting in to your health and to your eating, whether that's a small amount of effort and focus or whether it's a big priority of yours right now, whatever amount that you're putting in, you're getting a good result out. It's a bit like Um, you know, the fuel you put on the car or a machine, you know, what you put in, what, what I do as a holistic nutritionist is make sure that the effort, the time, the food that you put in gives you big results coming out in terms of energy, health, all that sort of stuff. So that's what we're looking at today, those two things. And I'll have to say, I've made mistakes with these before, especially one of them, which I'll share with you, and not realizing how important it is. And I ignored it for years and got way too nuanced with my own health without ever checking and making sure I was on top of this specific area, which I will, (laughs) I know I'm being vague, but we are going to dive into it. Um, And it's something I see a lot with clients and a lot on the internet, actually, people that are um, kind of trying to teach people around nutrition and they really miss, they miss the, they they just get too, it's so easy to get too nuanced and too detailed too quickly of being like, oh, I have acne. That must mean I have high androgen hormones. That must mean I should take some DIM. And so you just start going and taking this herb DIM that helps with estrogen detoxification and management in the body. That might help, but it's that's like way too detailed and nuanced without actually dealing with some fundamental basics of how your body, which is a set of complex systems, how those systems work. Okay. So let's dive on in. Right. Number one, if you, something I talk about with every client, I ask about it in the first session that I work with them and often continuously on follow-up sessions is their poop. So the first thing you want to work on is making sure that you have a healthy daily poo. That's, you've got to make sure that that is working for you, that it's a healthy poo. 
So you don't want it to be too loose or um, uncomfortable. I don't want to get too descriptive here because you might be eating or might be early in the morning, but healthy poo. Now, my opinion of what a healthy poo is would be at least once a day, ideally twice, depending, but at least once a day and kind of a no drama healthy poo. That's something you want to do before you jump to anything else that complicates. Now, in order to get a healthy poo, you might need to change your diet, certain supplements might help, you know, various things that might help you to get to that point. But that's something you really want to focus on first. Now, why does that matter? Well, poop is basically your body getting rid of toxins and unwanted things. Now, it affects so many different things. So from an energy perspective, I um, noticed this actually really clearly. One of my first jobs ever was working with um, elderly people in a, in a care home. So I did a lot of washing and changing and toilets and, you know, the things that you would imagine helping um, someone with, say, dementia would need. And uh, I, you could always tell when you had, you know, you got to know the people there, let's just say Beatrice. I got to know Beatrice then, you know, their moods and you just get to know them and have a bit of chat and banter, however much you can, depending on their state of mind. But you would always know if something was a bit off with them like their mood would be off. And then you, one of the first things that we would always think as a little team that would work together is like, oh, when did they last poo? Are they a bit constipated? Because she's really tired. She's really sleepy. Her mood's gone a bit funny. She's gotten a bit aggressive, whatever it is, because your poo affects everything. It affects your mood. If you're not pooping every day, it's really going to kind of make you feel heavy and uncomfortable. I was just finished up working with a client who was really struggling with having a daily poo and it really affected just how she felt and she felt sluggish and tired. Oh, and it just made her feel really, really grim. It also is really important for your hormonal balance. So when we think about hormones, our body needs the right balance of them. It wants not too much. It doesn't want, and not too little, really, it's like so many aspects in the body. Too much of something is often just as bad as too little of something. So with say estrogen and hormones in general, your poo is part of how we detox and get rid of unwanted hormones, hormones that we don't need anymore. And other, not just hormones, but other toxins, tons of different stuff. So having a daily poo is really, really important because it helps is your way your body's way of taking out the trash so that you can feel really good so that's a really important one now how do you make that happen if you've got issues with going to the toilet some of you listening to this might be like yeah have a healthy poop every day I go once a day brilliant for you it might be trying to optimize it and really going for maybe twice a day ideally um depending I do find with certain clients when I have clients that are maybe really petite and just small and they naturally don't eat that much food um in terms of they're not, I don't mean as in like them starving themselves, but just in terms of their activity and size, their appetite is not that big. They might not poop twice a day just because they're not eating enough, like bulk of food potentially. Um, but generally, if you're having, if you listen to this, be like, yep, because I poop once a day, ideally you want to maybe be going for twice a day. That can be really helpful from a detoxing, a hormone perspective, mood, energy, all of those kinds of things. I'm a kind of twice a day kind of girl, generally speaking. Um, and it really, really helps. So ideally that's where you want to get to, but you might be listening to this and being like twice a day, Kezia, no way. You might be having really loose stools or you might be super constipated. And so that's where you got to listen to some of my other episodes. I'll put some links in the show notes to that. Looking at, you want to first look at food intolerances. You want to look at, um, things like, 
um, magnesium. I've done some episodes specifically on constipation, so I'll link to those in the show notes as well. So you can have a listen to that. But really important if you are wanting to feel good each day, help your skin, your hormones, your mind, your energy levels, your immune system, your detoxification, you want to poop every day. So that's something I always work on with clients. I'll always ask clients about their poo, how often they go, the consistency, where on the Bristol stool chart is it, what it's like, and I'll regularly check in with them as we work together over the four months to make sure that as a baseline, they're pooping once a day. Okay, so that's the first thing. And for me personally, this took a while to get sorted. I had um, some infections in my intestine and all sorts of stuff going on that just meant my um, bowel movements were very erratic. And I generally, historically, have always struggled with loose um, and more diarrhea type bowels. And so that's kind of really what kickstarted me on this journey was I was just too mortified to be honest by my crazy bowel habits and just and life felt really restricted um I think when you have um unhealthy bowels it really affects the rest of your life and I don't think if you've experienced that you're a bit like no you just go to the loo but if you're constantly scared you're gonna poop yourself then it really does affect where you go out how you go out how long it takes you to go out because you're constantly like oh I need to leave in 45 minutes so I'll just do my like 10 toilet trips now just to check I don't need I'll just check again I don't need to oh I just I'll just check again I don't need the toilet and it's still something I'm working on now actually the after effects of that mentally so my bowels are all fine but even when I like go for a run now sometimes I can be like I'll just I'll just go to the toilet just to check oh um oh no I'll just especially in lockdown because there's been no public toilets open at all for runs because normally you can go on a run and some of the places I run like say a run through a park there'll be a public toilet that you can nip to if you need the loop fine but it hasn't been in lockdown so like having to retrain my brain of like no what Kezia your bowels are healthy now there's no drama here other than the drama you're creating this is all old kind of patterning that my nervous system has anyway so that's number one healthy daily poop so you don't want to get like super complicated and nuanced you really want to focus on having healthy bowel movements each day that makes such a difference okay number two what's the other thing that I talk about with every single client and that is your blood sugar management so this would be looking at insulin and glucose in the blood and how that relationship is working and if it's working well if it's working poorly or if it needs a little bit of attention now this is really really important I mean, it is a little bit boring. I'm not going to lie. It's not like as exciting as being like, oh, here's this new exciting herb called something, something, you know, all of like supplements and all those kinds of things are a little bit more exciting, let's be honest. But this is the thing that I, I just didn't, I didn't realize how important it was until probably a couple of years ago so I missed this for a good few years and I actually think my blood sugar was pretty rubbish for quite a long time and it was playing a big role in my mood in my stress levels in my um, nervous system and it took me a good while I think it was probably maybe three years ago I started testing my blood sugar in the morning my fasting blood glucose and was like what the flip (laughs) this isn't great (laughs) For someone who eats really healthy, my blood sugar was not that awesome. 
And that kind of started me down the path of learning more about it. And this is always something I will look at with clients. So with a lot of clients, I don't do this with every client, but probably 80% of clients or maybe 70, I will get them to test their fasting blood glucose so that we know what's going on there, roughly where they're at. And sometimes with clients, we'll check in with that. It's all fine. They're all good, all dandy, and we carry on. But I always want to check in with that. And the reason for this is, again, your blood sugar. So what I mean by blood sugar is how much glucose is in your blood at any time. And this is really important because glucose, in terms of what fuels your body and your brain, you can either have glucose or you can have ketones. So in order to produce ketones, you need to be in a state of nutritional ketosis, which um, is possible and can work really well for some people. Doesn't work well for me. Um, I have tried it. Or you can have glucose that fuels the brain. and But the body likes just the right amount of glucose in the body. Not too, too much glucose, super dangerous. Too little glucose, super dangerous. And so the hormone that helps to regulate that is insulin. Insulin is a hormone that your pancreas secretes and it helps to make sure when you get a rise of glucose in the, in the blood that it will be released and helps to go and store glucose away, essentially. And then you'll store some glucose away kind of in and around your liver so that when you're and any time in the future where your blood sugar goes low, you can release some of that kind of energy for your brain and for your body. That's a very quick, simple summary of how it works. If you have a problem with that, you might have um, been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, which is an autoimmune condition when you're a child. That's often when that comes up. Or as an um, adult or as a child, you can develop type 2 diabetes, which you know is primarily a preventable disease. It's more of a lifestyle approach. Certain people and certain genetics are more predisposed to getting that. Um, But you can have type 2 diabetes, which you might need to regulate with insulin or maybe just diet or metformin or whatever it is. And then you can have pre-diabetes where someone is heading to that diabetes range, but they're not officially, they don't officially have that type 2 diabetes. Okay, so blood sugar management, really important. What does it affect and why does it matter? So when it comes, let's look at different parts of the body. Let's go with your sex hormones. So if you are struggling with menopause or with horrible periods or no periods or any sort of hormonal imbalance, sex hormone wise within your periods, blood sugar plays a huge role. So if you have PCOS, really essential. You probably know that. You might already be on metformin because it's so clear of how insulin affects the um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Menopause, I've got a couple of clients right now that are kind of beginning and in the middle of menopause, really affects things like your hot flushes and all of that can be a real trigger. Um, Poor blood sugar management can be a massive trigger for things like migraines, depression, anxiety, um, so many different things. Also, if your blood sugar is out of balance, if it's not optimal, if your insulin and your glucose isn't working in that really optimal, balanced way, you can really struggle um, with obviously your low energy, your mood, you'll struggle to lose weight because if you have too much insulin going around, it also, it stores sugars, but it also kind of is a bit of a fat storage hormone. So it's going to make you create and store a lot of fat around your middle. It's also going to really impact the stress on your body. Every time your blood sugar goes too high or too low, like a roller coaster, every time it has peaks and troughs, your body is going to be stressed out of its nut. And it's a form of stress. It's a stressor on the body that when I talk to people, they'll be like, okay, your body, the symptoms. So when a client comes to me, I look at all their symptoms and I can be like, wow, through all these symptoms and through your history, your body is basically super stressed out. The client then says to me, okay, so yeah, 
I don't really feel stressed out. I don't, I'm, I'm not stressed. I'm not, you know, my job can be stressful, but it's not that stressful. And they're kind of just managing. What I mean by that is that their biochemistry is stressed out. They might not emotionally feel that stressed out. They might emotionally be used to the level of stress in their life or whatever it is. But your poor blood sugar management is a really big stress to the body. And if you want to help your body heal and find that kind of optimal health for you, if you want to find a healthy weight, help with your energy, your thyroid, autoimmune condition, skin condition, you really want to have healthy blood sugar. And so how do you have healthy blood sugar? Again, I've talked about this lots in my programs and challenges and webinars, but I'll say it again, just as a quick recap. One of the, there's lots of things you can do, but one of the first things I often get clients to do is to try different breakfasts in the morning. Now, if you suspect you have poor blood sugar management, it's not the time for intermittent fasting, especially if you're female. As a male, it might help my personal opinion and frame of reference on this is generally if you are a woman with struggling with health issues you probably want to bring a bit more balance before going into intermittent fasting fasting can be really helpful I do use it with my clients but I've got to do it in the right way um, but the one thing you want to do is just try different breakfasts so say for example at the moment your breakfast is avocado on some sourdough bread maybe it's homemade sourdough, maybe joined the sourdough lockdown <laughs> bread making craze. And you have that for breakfast. That's what you generally have. What I would want you to do is to experiment and have different things for breakfast and see how that affects your energy and your mood and your hunger throughout the rest of the day. So say maybe for three days, you might have some eggs and avocado instead. See how you feel. See when do you get hungry? How full does it keep you? How is your mood? Are you hungry in the evening? And just check in with that. Then for another three days, you might have a green smoothie with some protein powder added to it and have that for your breakfast instead. See how you feel. And then the third day, you might have some porridge and you add some chia seeds and nut butter and um, some uh, cow-free milk and you see how you feel. And then through that experiment, you see, okay, what kind of breakfast makes me feel better? Because one of the things you want to do to support your blood sugar is to have a really, is to set yourself up with a really good breakfast. That really, really helps. And that's one of the first things I do with clients. There's lots of other things you can do as well. And you can get more nuanced in terms of supporting your metabolism. But I would say you can you can go a long way by just optimizing what you eat for breakfast. Another great tip to support your blood sugar is to not have caffeine on an empty stomach. So if you are one of these people that wakes up, drinks coffee, gets ready, has breakfast, you want to do it the other way around. You want to wake up, have breakfast, get ready, drink coffee, if that makes sense. If you have coffee first thing in the morning on an empty stomach or any kind of strong caffeine on an empty stomach, that can bring be enough to bring imbalance to your um, blood sugar. And caffeine in general can be quite a blood sugar imbalancing um, substance. So a lot of the time people, when they're really loving coffee or feel a little bit addicted to not just coffee, but caffeine in general, it's kind of to placate those blood sugar roller coasters. So even if you're not eating biscuits every two hours, you may be having a cup of tea every two hours to really, um, to try unconsciously, you're trying to, um, placate that kind of peaks and troughs of your blood sugar, if that makes sense in a way. I see that with some clients. So those would be those two things. So when it comes to your health, and if you think right now, okay, what's the one thing I would love to see shift in the next three months? So have a think, say it out loud if you're not, you know, in the middle of a bus. 
What's the one thing you'd love to see changed in the next couple of months, three months? Then you want to implement and make sure you implement these two things. Now you might be listening to this and you've done that already, in which case brilliant. But whatever it is, whether it's clear up your acne, support your psoriasis, help with your joint issues, your Crohn's disease, whatever it is, you want to start here. You want to make sure you're having a daily poop, which for some of you will be easy and for some of you will be super challenging and you might need my help with that. And then you want to support your blood sugar. Again, for some of you, that'd be super easy. And for some of you, that'd be more challenging depending on different factors going on in your health and life and genetics and all of those kinds of things. Okay, have an amazing time. Thank you for listening. I don't know why I'm telling you to have an amazing time. Have an amazing time having your daily poop. I have to say, having had awful poops for years, like basically, I don't know, eight or 10 years of my life, I do, I'm still so grateful for a healthy poop, honestly, every day. It's like a total joy. (laughs) It really is, which I know sounds weird, but for those of you that have weird bowel movements, you'll understand me. You'll know what I mean. Um, But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate your time. Do make sure you head over to my Facebook group. If you just search in Facebook, Kezia Hall, and click the group section. You'll see my group there. You can join me there and then ask any questions about this episode. That's why I do weekly workshops. We kind of keep each other accountable and it's super fun. Or you can have it to Instagram and you can message me there with any comments or questions from this show. Otherwise, have an amazing week and I will see you next week for another Gut Goddess episode. And just a quick reminder, if you are thinking about working with me, head over to keziahall.com, click the work with me page and book in your free call so we can chat more about it. It doesn't commit you to anything, but it does mean that you can get in there before my price increase. Okay. So if you've been thinking about working with me and you're not quite sure how it would work or if it's the right fit for you, or if it can really help you with your specific situation or health stuff going on, then book a call. The best thing we can do is just chat about it and find out what is going to help you to get to where you want to be. Okay. I look forward to chatting to you soon.